I wish I had figured this out so long ago. Is that success is defined by whatever the hell you want it to be defined by. That's it. You can define success on whatever terms success looks like. My entire life, I felt like I defined success by what I was supposed to do. Success doesn't have to be defined by anything. It can be, success can be defined by money. Success can be defined by freedom of time. Success can be defined by how you feel. Success can be defined by with your love and your family. And it can be defined by every single, all of it, right? It can be defined by whatever you want it to be. Welcome to CEO School. I'm your host, Sanira Madani, and I believe that you deserve to have it all. Less than 2% of female founders ever break 1 million in revenue, and less than 25% of women are breaking the C-suite glass ceiling. And our team at CEO School is on a mission to change that. Each week, you'll learn from incredible mentors who are breaking the statistics, as well as women well on their way, sharing how they defied the odds so that you can do it too. If you are an ambitious woman who wants to create a life of impact through financial freedom, self-growth, and find confidence in your voice, grab a seat because class is officially in session. Hey everyone, it's Sanira here. And before we get started on today's incredible episode, I just wanted to invite you to my free masterclass that I'm hosting on September 22nd and 23rd. I have not done a masterclass in so many months and I've been pouring my heart into a system that I call the Million Dollar CEO System. It's my number one productivity hack that is going to change the game for you. I know we're all busy professionals, moms, entrepreneurs, we're scaling our companies and we want to have it all and we deserve to have it all. But time is one of the most precious commodities we have. You know, I talk about this on the show every single week. And for the first time, I am pulling back the curtain and I'm going to share with you the actual system that I use to manage my life and run both my businesses. And so come join me for two live classes on September 22nd and on September 23rd. So you can pick your date. I'll be linking the masterclass in the show notes. So sign up now. Seats are limited. I can't wait to see you there live in the masterclass on September 22nd and September 23rd, where you're going to be learning all of my incredible systems as a CEO. So come join me. Let's have fun together. It's going to be a power hour of learning, and I can't wait to see you there. Cheers. Hi, everyone. It's Sanira here. Good morning and happy Tuesday. No, this is not an accident that you have a CEO school podcast episode on Tuesday. It is not part of regular programming. We always do our programming on Monday and Wednesday, but today I am popping on to do an extra special bonus episode because it's my birthday today. And this is the eve of my birthday. So I'm recording this the night before. So it's Monday night. And I was reflecting over this crazy last year of the pandemic and just thinking about all the things that have taken place, thinking about just my journey this year and all the lessons that I have learned this year as an entrepreneur, as a mother, as a wife, as a friend, as a ambitious woman. And I started to actually write these lessons down and I felt just really um, compelled to hop onto my microphone tonight and to share these lessons with all of you. Because honestly, the greatest birthday gift 
that I have is all of you. And I don't you know, say that lightly, this has been one of the most rewarding experiences of my life. I never imagined being in a place that my voice, that my thoughts, my experiences can help shape and action others' experiences and help them in their day-to-day, whatever that looks like, whatever that success looks like, and that we can define it and I can be part of your journey. And so I wanted to do this special episode to just dump all of the lessons in this last year. Also lessons that I have learned through my 34 years uh, of life and I would say a decade of entrepreneurship. But I wanted to share new stuff with you guys. Hear me talk about the same lessons. Hard work is the shortcut. No such thing as a million dollar idea, only a million dollar execution. But today I really wanted to think about this last year and how hard this last year was. You all know I lost my dad. I parted ways with a business partner. I focused on CEO school's growth. I had a crazy year with my company stacks. We are in multi eight figures and revenue right now. We have 200 employees. Like it has been a lot. My kids, you know, are five and two and just navigating the pandemic with school, no school. It has just been crazy. And to top it all off, I had my mom living with me this year through all of it. And so let's just say this year has been quite full since my last birthday. And I wanted to share, as I wrote down seven lessons and I'm going to run through each of these different lessons. And I think that you're actually going to hopefully learn a little something from this experience and hopefully that these lessons resonate with you. And if they do, definitely let me know live because tomorrow on Wednesday, I'm actually going to be doing a live masterclass where you can come in the room and you can join me. And I'm going to be teaching literally one of my favorite workshops, something that I have been working on the entire weekend, which is on the million dollar CEO system. Um, And it is really about time management and how I get so much done. So come join me for that. But this is not about that. This is about the lessons. But if if it did resonate with you, Um, definitely come tell me live tomorrow. DM me, let me know in your reviews. I want to know if these lessons resonated. So here it goes. So lesson number one I wrote down is to do your best, but to give yourself grace. And this is something that I have really honestly struggled with in the past. I do my best every single day. I could say hands down, I start my day and I ask myself, I even ask my kids this, are you going to have a good day or are you going to have a great day? Literally every day when I drop my kids off to school, that is the question that I ask them, good day or great day. And I always intend, intend on it being a great day. And at the end of the day, when I'm walking to my car, and sometimes if you follow me on Instagram, you probably have seen this on my stories or where I will say, have you earned your spot today? And I ask myself that because I have... Um, and this kind of started for me when we moved into the new office space and I literally had like the boss office, the parking spot, like literally the spot with my name on it. It was something so so small, but it was so meaningful for me to park my dream car in my own personal parking spot in front of my office. But every day that I walked out, I never wanted to take that for granted. And so I'd ask myself, Sanera, did you earn your spot today? And I put all this pressure on me all the time to be earning my keep and earning my spot, right? This is, uh, you know, the imposter syndrome in me. Uh, I think a lot of us as women can relate to that, that we do our best, but 
sometimes there are days that I do my best, but my best may fall short. And it's not every day, no matter how perfect things are, no matter how I intend on how great the day is going to go. And no matter there, there are days that it's just hard and things don't work out and it's not, it's messy. It's not perfect. And I yell at my kids or I forget to do something really important, or I say something that I didn't mean to my husband, or I miss a deadline, or I say something that I shouldn't have said on social. I don't know. There are so many points of error, so many points of error that are in a day. And previously, I don't think I've allowed myself enough room to say, to forgive myself. I would harp on that mistake. I go to bed with that mistake in my head and I'd let that play. I literally do a play by play by play by play on it. And so giving yourself grace, a so lesson number one is to do your best. So I don't want to take that part of way, that lesson away, because as an entre- entrepreneur, this is something that I really do believe in. If you really do your best, you are going to make progress. But the adjusted part of the lesson is you have to give yourself grace. And we're not perfect beings. We are meant to err. We're, we're going to do things that are not going to be perfect or going to be hard, or we're going to mess up. And it might even be our faults. Like it might not be a really good thing that we mess up on, right? Sometimes there are small mistakes and sometimes there's big mistakes, but give yourself grace. You are doing a good job and you are human and it's okay. And tomorrow is a new day. That is what is so beautiful about life that you can't take it for granted and to do your best every day. And you can go to bed at night feeling like, okay, I did my best. If I didn't, if I fell short, it's okay. You can try again tomorrow. And that is a promise that sometimes I make to myself at night. And if I didn't earn my spot for the day, or if I'm hard on myself, I can say, it's okay. I will earn my spot tomorrow. So that is lesson number one. Lesson number two which kind of stems from making mistakes or from the people side of life, whether that is friendships, whether that is with your spouse, whether that's relationships at home, relationships with your business partners, relationships with your colleagues, relationships with your neighbors. Lesson number two is have the hard conversations. Have the hard conversations. It is difficult. It is difficult sometimes in our minds. It is difficult just in general to have those hard conversations, to have that courage to say when something isn't feeling right, or if your feelings are hurt, or you need to say, I'm sorry, or you need to understand somebody's perspective, or you need them to understand your perspective. Having a hard conversation, I see people continuously shy away from. And this is something that I don't know how I became good at it. I don't think people ultimately are bad or good at it. Maybe they are. But I think that it just, it's the courage to say, I'm going to be vulnerable and I'm going to share with you something. And it may not be easy. Just starting the conversation there. And the conversation can look so many different ways. But over this last year, I have been in a few circumstances where I wish on the other side, somebody had hard conversations, had conversations on the opposite. I've seen people skip out on car. I see it all day long. I see it all day long at work. I see it all day long with friends. I see it all day long. People have what we call triangulation where you can say it behind someone's back, but you can't confront them and share how you feel. And I think we hide in those emotions. And I think that I see the younger generation, I work with a lot of Gen Z, deter away from having a heart. I see millennials. I see all of us 
not having the hard conversations because they are hard. And let me break it to you. It is not easy. It's never going to be easy. That's why it's called a hard conversation. But that does not mean that we don't have those conversations. There is a way to have those conversations, but it is truthfully one of the most, the best gift that you can give yourself is truly by confronting your fears, by confronting the demons, by confronting the people of your, even if it's your boss, even if it's a colleague at work that is just driving you crazy or that you want to be heard, right? If you want to be seen and you want to be heard, you can have those hard conversations. This year, I've had a lot of hard conversations. I've had to do a lot of reflecting of where I am in my life, where what is important, what it, what is meaningful in this next chapter in my in my journey. And having hard conversations is was something that um, that I've had to do this year. I mean, having a business partner and having hard conversations, saying that it's not working out. Those are hard conversations, but. In the end, it's best for everyone. It's not best to hide things under the rug and to pretend that everything's okay. And so I just want to encourage you, if you're listening and you feel like you've been putting off a conversation and hard conversations don't have to be bad conversations, right? It doesn't have, it could also be a positive conversation. It could, it could be reaching out to somebody and forgiving someone. It could be saying, it could be that you're sorry, that you've made a mistake, but have the conversation. And so I just want to encourage you to do that because it has just made such an impact in my life over the last couple of years, especially in this last year. And I really encourage you to have the hard conversations. Don't shy away. If you feel like you were hurt by somebody, it is important, you know, for you to have that, even if it is a conversation that you feel like you don't owe them, you know, we're such a big believer about boundaries. Boundaries are definitely important, but it is also important to share your feelings and to ensure that you have that closure and that you are in an environment that you feel heard, the other party is heard, and usually something really good comes out of it. So just want to encourage you to have hard conversations. I'm watching people all around me avoid them and it's driving me nuts. And sometimes I feel like I want to bring people together and say, let's have the conversation face-to-face. So have the hard conversations. Lesson number two, I think we can do an entire episode just on that. So lesson number three is I wrote that your friends and your squad are so important. It is so important for you to have the people around you that are cheering you on and make time for those that matter. It's so important. What you give into relationships is 100% what you're going to get. And so if you're in this rut of you have friendships, but you're not feeling that meaningful attachment in those friendships or getting what you need, it's important for you to actually reflect and look at yourself and say, what are you doing in that situation? Are you putting yourself out there? Are you actually being open? Are you giving in order for you to be able to receive? And that is how love and all relationships work. And again, this is so crazy because this, when I was sitting down, this is not just for, this wasn't an entrepreneurial episode. This was just lessons in general, but this can be applied in business. This can be applied in life. This can be applied in your love life. This can be applied in every single aspect. And relationships are all that we have. This is literally all that we have. And so make time for those that matter. Do some self-reflection on your squad and see what you need to do. Maybe your squad, honestly, and then you have to assess your squad as well to realize that, hey, are these the people that are actually cheering you on and the ones that you want to be investing in? 
And if you don't have that circle, then you need to find an incredible circle. I appreciate all of you guys coming here every single week. I know that this is a space where we have all of these incredible, ambitious women together. And that is one thing that I try to cultivate offline, off of the episodes inside of the club. But it's so important for you to find your system and your squad. But even your digital relationships are important. Your physical relationships are important. And so find ways to connect. And there are so many ways to connect. And I encourage you guys to cross collaborate in that, the the digital and the the in-person kind of friendships, because you know, I have meaningful friendships in my day-to-day life, friends that I've had for many years, but I have to invest time into. And I also have these beautiful relationships that I've cultivated uh, with people that I've honestly never met physically. I know it's crazy, but this year I've made some incredible new friendships over the last probably two years that I've actually cultivated and that I have gotten to meet up or done a million Zoom coffees with. And so I encourage you guys to take a look at friendships in all aspects of your life and find a squad that is cheering you on. And your squad can be in many different aspects. I think that was something that I didn't realize that you can have, I have my core friends. These are my absolute core girlfriends that um, have been my friends for over a decade. I love every single one of them. And you know, we don't get to see each other often, but this is, uh, this is my text crew. This is my WhatsApp crew. This is my everyday pictures of my kids crew. And that squad is important, but I also have this business squad of girlfriends that are just these amazing female entrepreneurs that I literally, it feeds my soul every time I get off a zoom call with these women. And it's a completely different feeling, but both are important for me in this journey. And so you don't have to define and label friendships, I guess I would say, but friends are important. Feeling loved is important and receiving love and feeling heard is important, but it's also going to take you stepping out of your comfort zone. It's also going to take you having to give in order to receive. And this year has just been a beautiful hybrid mix of me cultivating and ensuring that all my relationships are at my top of my priority list for me. And so I wanted to share that lesson with you. So make time for those that matter. Number four, this one is something I honestly just figured out. And I wish I had figured this out so long ago is that success is defined by whatever the hell you want it to be defined by. That's it. You can define success on whatever terms success looks like. My entire life, I felt like I defined success by what I was supposed to do. And so this one is so critical for me because success doesn't have to be defined by anything. It can be, success can be defined by money. Success can be defined by freedom of time. Success can be defined by how you feel. Success can be defined by with your love and your family. And it can be defined by every single, all of it, right? It can be defined by whatever you want it to be. And we get stuck in this pathway of success because we see other people's success. And then that's the success that we want to mirror right? Success and beauty. It's a perfect example of this is something that even I, I've struggled with my entire life was my weight. And I'm in a very healthy weight. I'm in a very healthy, beautiful body that I'm so grateful for, but I've treated it not as it's a beautiful, healthy thing. I've treated it as this, um, 
I don't know. I've never thought I've, I've, I've never given myself grace and credit for how hard my body works every day, how hard my mind works every day. The two children I have, I've defined success in my physical health by the women that I see that have what I, you know, perfect bodies. And that's the whole beauty and health industry. And, you know, I'm so glad that it's changing for my daughters, but that I'm just trying to explain like that definition of success was defined by somebody else not exactly defined by what I believe is healthy. And that's transformed my view of success for my body. Business is the same exact way. Okay. Business is literally the same exact way. Don't let money define, don't let the dollars that, oh, you have a six figure business, a seven figure business, a five figure launch. You have whatever that looks like define success on your own terms. Don't let other success define that success. Now, you know, so this was something that even in your job, I felt like my entire life, I, I didn't even realize that I didn't want to work. I didn't want to work corporate. I was doing it because I was supposed to, right? And so the next lesson, number four was success is defined by whatever you want it to be defined by. But lesson number five is don't suppose to anything. Don't suppose to anything all over yourself. Like just stop. You don't have to do anything. The supposed to element, I used to, I've used that word so much and I'm positive that I don't know. So many of you listening are using the word supposed to going down a career path because you're supposed to, this is the next step of it. I see it every single day at work. We have 200 employees in the office. We have different career development paths. And I see people that are thriving in their role, absolutely thriving, so happy, finally figured it out in an amazing groove and not coasting, working hard, feeling challenged, but also in a really good space, not feeling frazzled. I see people defining that next level of success for them as this is what they're supposed to do is become a manager. So when you ask them what they want next, they're like, I want to be a manager. But why? How they act? Do they actually want to be a manager? Do they want to have that? Why is it because we're supposed to go into this next journey? Why aren't we just supposed to be happy? Why aren't we supposed to have that, that job and feel very fulfilled? And you can continue to grow your income in that role. So it's not about the dollars. You can have the time back too. Maybe you have the time to start a side hustle at the same time. I don't know. You have, we're supposed to do certain things in a certain way. And that is a lesson that I feel like I really wanted to share that I have, I learned this year really hard because I thought that I was supposed to do things a certain way when it came to how I showed up online because I am a successful CEO. I have a board of directors. I have a very publicly profiled company. And here I am on Instagram at CEO school, running a quote, other business when this is my impact mission. But I was like, I'm not supposed to, I was so many supposed to, I had so much imposter syndrome. I felt like I couldn't do certain things the way that I wanted to, because this is how I, I'm supposed to do it. And when it finally clicked for me, that is when I gained control of actually CEO school and the company and thinking about what I really want from this. And I want to make the biggest fucking impact that I can ever make. And what I don't want my life to be defined just by the one thing that I built. I love it to pieces. It is the most incredible thing. It's so special. I cannot believe every single day that in seven years, I built a business that is a unicorn that is literally a billion dollar business. And that is something that I am so incredibly proud of. 
But you know what also happened in the last seven years? I have learned so many lessons. I made so many mistakes, so many mistakes. One of the biggest mistakes, maybe I'll do another episode on this one, is all the mistakes that I made. I gave up so much equity in my company. People just assume that because I run a billion dollar company, I have a billion dollars in my bank account. That was clearly not the case, but so many mistakes. So going back to the supposed tos, I want to share these lessons. I want to help women start and scale their businesses. I want women to feel like they can, they can literally be a C-suite at any organization that they work for. And so for me, the supposed to lesson was exactly that this year, that I'm not supposed to do any damn thing. I'm supposed to do what I feel like doing wherever my path takes me. And my path this last year and a half has been very clear. I have a very successful business. I have an incredible, I do an incredible job running each and every single day. And I am so excited to continue to build this community. Can't take it away from me. This is part of my DNA. This is what feeds my soul. And so I'm not supposed to do anything. I'm supposed to do what my heart feels like doing every day. And tonight, my heart was with all of you tonight on the eve of my birthday. And you're listening tomorrow morning. And I'm so excited that you get to spend today with me on my birthday. And that is special to me. And so don't define anything by the supposed tos. Okay. So that was lesson number five. Lesson number six, I'll keep this one brief, that hard work pays off. I literally reflect on everything that's happening around me and I have to zoom out and I feel like I have this out-of-body experience too when I come home and I see my kids and I, you know, see my husband and my family and I'm so close with my, like my mom and my brother, I get to work with my brother and then I have all of you and just life is really good. It's really blessed but it wasn't just lucky. It didn't just happen. I didn't just like, you know, luck into this life. It was hard work and it's all the years. It's me tonight showing up, right? It's me tonight at 9 PM at night on a Monday after my kids went to bed saying, you know what? I want to share this message. Hard work does pay off. And I am just feeling so blessed in receiving the abundance from my hard work. And it's not just about hard work because some people work really hard and they never get to see the reward. And sometimes that is really unfortunate. That does happen. But I I do believe that if you work hard and you're consistent in the things, right? If you are actually showing up with consistency, if you have very clear focused goals, that that hard work will 100% pay off. Again, going back to the lesson by number four, which is by defining that success for what you want that success to look like. So do it on your own success term, but hard work does pay off and consistency is the key. So show up however you're showing up, whatever that is important, assess your goals quarterly, assess your goals annually, and make sure that you're you're seeing yourself track progress towards the goals that you've outlined, not when anybody else has outlined. So hard work does pay off. And lesson number seven, I think that's lesson number seven, is that hard work does pay off. And this is something that I've been preaching for a long time, that hard work is a shortcut. But something that I have really learned to understand this year is that deleting things is just as important as doing things. So busy is not good. I feel like I almost got caught up in that 
I used to do like, here's all the checklists. Here's the million to-do list. Here's the bajillion things that I'm doing, 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 doing. It's not just about doing it's one, it's doing the right thing. So it's staying focused on your needle movers, knowing what's important and driving those things that are important. But also it's important to just delegate the things that you don't actually have to do. So doing the things that are important, delegating the things that you can delegate, and then the gold, like the biggest piece of this all is actually saying no to the things that don't make that list or that shouldn't be on that list. It's deleting it in the first place. Okay, it's absolutely deleting it. So assess your time, assess what you are doing today. Let's just start with today. Okay, do the things that are important. Delegate the things that you can delegate to get that time back. Time is the number one biggest commodity that we have. And then delete everything else that isn't serving you. Don't, if it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no. And this concept of deleting this lesson number seven, I wish, like I'm going to plaster this everywhere is just to say no first before I say yes, but saying yes to the right things and making time for the right things by deleting the bullshit, right? Deleting the things that aren't driving value to you, to your family, to your health, to your wealth, to yourself. And so these are the lessons and tomorrow, so for you for tomorrow, which is Wednesday, September 22nd, I will be going live for a masterclass. We have two live class options, September 22nd um, in the evening and September 23rd in the daytime. And I'm going to be linking the class info. Come join me live. I'm actually going to be doing a workshop on my number one time hack system, which is the do delegate, delete process. It is going to be a game changer. I've spent this entire last couple of weeks working on this one hour jam-packed live masterclass for you. So come join me on my birthday and come celebrate yourself and put value back, get your time back and come join me tomorrow. You are not going to um, regret the time that you put in. And I really appreciate all of you here listening today. I appreciate this community that we've built together. This is something that you should be proud of. You know how we grow as a podcast, by the way, I'm not, we just, our team gets out, we produce the content, we put the content out here. We actually spend very little time on growing the podcast, but we've grown because of all of you. And the way that we've grown is by your shares, by you sharing it to your friends saying you have to listen. It's by your five-star reviews. It's by you showing up online and saying hi and letting us know that we're doing a good job. And I appreciate so much what you do for us by listening every single week. And this is, this is my birthday today. And I am just so grateful. So, so, so grateful today. And I hope that these seven lessons have left you feeling um, a little bit more encouraged and inspired and ready to take action. And I really hope to see you tomorrow at my masterclass. So come join me live. We'll be back to regular programming on Wednesday, but I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode today at CEO School. Thank you so much for listening. This has just been so wonderful to have you here today on my birthday. I hope you all have a great day, not just a good day, a great day. And I'll see you tomorrow at the masterclass. I'll be linking it in the show notes below so you can sign up. I can't wait to see you there. Cheers. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast and show. 
Our team at CEO School works extremely hard to bring you the best content, authentic conversations, and expert guests curated every single week to keep you leveling up in leadership, business, and in life. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a five-star rating telling us what you enjoy the most. We will be sending CEO School swag for the next 100 reviews, so don't miss out. Write a review and send us a screenshot at podcast at theceoschool.co to claim your swag. Again, it's podcast at theceoschool.co to claim your swag. Thanks so much. We love having you here.